Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Wild Card Weekend Best Bets episode. This is the episode where we will get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. We will build our Moneyline Underdog Round Robin we will give out our foxhole bet and our big balls bet of the week. We will narrow down our favorite picks across this wild card weekend. As our old pal Colin Coward likes to say, there's a sea of money out there. Because there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out in the award-winning Action Network app. Follow the Favorites podcast. To all of those joining the podcast version of the show, as promised earlier this week, we'll be joined by our favorites contest, first place winner, newly minted $40,000 winner, Jesse Goldberg at the very end of the show. That's on the podcast version only, not in the live version, podcast version only. Let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. How are we doing, Chad? Dude, I'm feeling good. I get to see you this weekend. I'm excited. Before we get to all that, here's the news. In the 48 hours, since we recorded our Tuesday show, three legendary coaches have retired or parted ways with their teams. Of course, we're talking about Nick Saban retiring at Alabama, Bill Belichick, officially being announced as no longer the head coach for the New England Patriots. Pete Carroll, no longer the head coach for the Seattle Seahawks. Look, on Tuesday, we talked about Mike Vrabel being in our favorites Hall of Fame. It's hard to deny that these coaches would get their own wings in a favorites Hall of Fame. They literally defied the odds when it comes to betting. Since 2000, there have been 24 Super Bowls and 24 college football title games. It's 48 total. Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, and Bill Belichick have coached in 22 of those games. That's 46% and won 15 of them. That is insane. It's so much to even talk about where, 
you know, Nick Saban leaving changes the whole landscape of college football. I mean, Bill Belichick, I mean, how much money have we won betting on these guys? I can tell you exactly how much we've won. Here's a run on how amazing Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, and Pete Carroll have been in their careers, both straight up and against the spread. Okay? Straight up. These are straight from Evan Abrams. These three coaches combined, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, 923-415-2 and two straight up. That's 69% of their games. They are 55% against the spread. In their 84 combined seasons as head coaches for the NFL college football to their win totals over, they are 50 26 and eight, which is 66%. Their ranks against the spread the past 20 years. In the NFL, Bill Belichick is one of 150 coaches. Pete, 18th. Nick Saban in college football, eighth best against the spread record of more than 600 coaches. Okay. These guys, as favorites of seven or higher a touchdown or higher. Bill Belichick, 54% against the spread. Nick Saban, 56% against the spread. Pete Carroll, 55% against the spread in college, 53% against the spread in the pros, still a moneymaker. You lost money betting against these guys as big favorites. You don't do that against other coaches. Yeah, let's let's get into the game, Chef. People are sick of us talking about uh, these coaches. <laughs> As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power out the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right, wildcard weekend is approaching. Lines have been moving. Let's get to Sharp Calls. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? And shout out to our loyal listeners that turned their alerts on in the Action app and they were able to get the plus three on Houston. I told you exactly what was going to happen. A plus three was going to pop. The pros are going to come in and slam it. That's literally any pro I talked to, they, they smashed that plus three. So I think it was there for four hours. You could have had it. It was sitting there in multiple books. And it's gone. It's two and a half. I don't. I really don't think it's going to get back to three. I think the books know that if they do need any type of Houston money, they can just move it to three and they'll get tons of it. So pros, they love Cleveland at minus one and a half. They love Houston at plus three. Do what you want. I mean, we're going to go through that game. We're going to have a bunch of stats and trends for you, but it's such a key number game. Like it's the pros are just split on it. Like I know plenty of guys for both sides. So uh, this next one's pretty interesting. The, the Chiefs-Miami game. I don't really have that much of an opinion on it. Like I, I did put an action, a bet in the action app of taking the Chiefs money line with the Bills money line. And it's just playing the numbers of like, okay, Miami doesn't win in cold weather games, but I can't wrap my head around taking the Chiefs at minus four and a half now. Like it's just, it's impossible for me to do. Like I just because they're off for a week doesn't make me forget about how bad this offense has been for the last three months. It's just, 
I can't get behind taking the Chiefs. I don't care how cold it is, the wind, everything. I want to take Miami here. So the pros I've talked to, they're in the same boat as me, where it's like they like the Chiefs at three. They like them at minus three and a half. And once they hit four, four and a half, it's like, all right, might as well wait and see how high this number can go for Miami because that's going to be the play. Like this number's moved too much based off weather. Miami is one of the best running teams in football. Like it's, it's just such a big deal to me what the situation is with Mostert. So like me, most pros have either hit this number or they've just been waiting now for the last day or two to see where this number is going to go. So a um, lot of conversation around that Chiefs-Miami game. Pittsburgh-Bills, a game we, we kind of talked about just because you love the Bills so much. If the weather keeps getting worse, I, I guarantee you guys are just going to pound this this Pittsburgh number just because your biggest asset, Josh Allen, in this game against Rudolph, it's it's gone. Like there is no advantage either side, right? It's like, okay, who can just survive? Like I, Evan had his amazing article he put out talking about how the Bills have fared in this kind of weather games. And I think they had one game where they blew out Miami, right? And then the other games all seemed pretty close. So um, we don't have enough data there to really take a side depending on the weather, but uh, Chad's locked in a minus 10 on Buffalo. So I know where he's at. It's just interesting talking to pros where it's like, they're like me. They're like, this number's moved so much off the weather and the Watt news. At what point does it move too much, right? And that's the thing here. Now it's just been sitting at 10 though, right? I mean, we're two days yeah. later, it's still at 10. This next game, me and Chad are really going to dive into, so I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, the pros love Green Bay. A no-brainer play. The fear is, why isn't this number moved? And when I talked to a couple bookmakers, they're not moving it because they know all the teasers, all the parlays, all the money line plays are all going to be all over Dallas. And there's no need for them to really move it. Like, that helps them balance the book, the fact that so many professionals are coming on the 7.5. But that's definitely the public side is Dallas. I thought it was going to be Green Bay in the 7.5. But um, from everyone I've talked to, it seems like the public likes Dallas in that spot. Next one, we already knew. The pros were going to love the Rams. And everyone I talked to, I, I, that's the thing that's scaring me right now, Chaz. I've maybe talked to two guys that like Detroit. It seems like everyone is so lockstep on this Rams team and at that number. Even at three, I've talked to some pros that still like it at three. But we said it on Tuesday. You want to grab that three and a half. I knew it was going to disappear. It has. Even the number keeps moving towards the Rams. Like, they were plus... 105 at a couple books. Now they're minus 105 at those books. So even the even the juice in the VIG is starting to move against this Rams team. And um, the final one, Tampa, no shock. The, the, the pros, they like the Eagles at under three. Now that it's at three, they like Tampa. They think that's the value right now is on Tampa. And um, another game we'll dive more into, obviously. But, you know, Baker practice didn't look like the ankle or the ribs were bothering them. On the flip side, the Eagles – you know, Smith is not practicing yet. I know AJ's limited. Um, they got major injuries, Eagles, compared to this Bucks team. So uh, definitely an interesting game we're going to dive into when we go today. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. By the way, last chances to RSVP, The Favorites podcast live at The Shepherd and the Knucklehead, Hoboken, New Jersey, Wild Card Weekend, Sunday, January 14th. We will be there 4 p.m. before the Browns and Texans kick off. Free drinks, free entry, free hugs for me and Simon while we sweat the bets together. Uh, we'll go live with the Sunday episode at 7.30. Uh, we will talk to our second place finisher from the contest, the man who had $35,000 stolen from him by the Carolina Panthers. We also have... 
a live event Saturday, a wildcard watch party with the whole cast and crew from Action Network, Stucky, Raybon, Kerner, me, uh, Bill Steelers uh, at 1 p.m. Event starts at 4 before Packers Cowboys. Again, RSVP in the link in the episode description. All right. We got to get to it, man. We got to get to it. Uh, betting in the playoffs is a lot different than betting in the regular season. Don't be scared of the wild cards, uh, public sides in the wild card round. Last 20 years, teams getting a majority of the tickets, 53% against the spread in the wild card, best of any round in the playoffs. Okay. Here we go. Cleveland at Houston. Like you said, it popped for about four hours. I missed it. I didn't see it. Uh, all the home and away splits we went through, but it's worth reminding people this Browns defense in, just great at home, historically bad on the road. Average rushing yards gained against this Browns defense on the road, two yards higher. They give up twice as many touchdown passes in one fewer game, nearly three yards more per pass attempt in one fewer game on the road. So nine games at home, eight games on the road. They gave up 112 more points, 30 points per game. CJ lights out at home. I actually think it will get back to three on Sunday. Nobody's going to stop. The public is not going to stop betting the Browns. So I do think there's going to be a chance to get the Texans at plus three, but I want to get your take right now. Cause I think this may be one of our foxhole or big balls. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I, I do, I do, I did want to get there with you, but even when I was reading Evan's article, it's like the number, the number one, it's the number one defense in football. I mean, you just gave away the splits. This is how dominant they were though. They were still the number one defense in all football. When you put all those numbers together, they're home and away splits facing a rookie QB and a rookie head coach. And I think Evan put in his article, the last time this happened, it's 0-3, right, Ev? The When a rookie plays against the number one defense in the playoffs. They're 0-3 straight up. So, me and you are basically betting on this being a two-point two game if you're taking the two-and-a-half right now in Houston. That's why it's like I want people to get the three because it's just such nice insurance to have, um, especially in the playoffs. You want that. You really do. And I don't want people to be buying points here. Like, I'd rather get it naturally. So, I'm hoping Chad's right, but from my view – it seems like the books are taking a position here. Like the fact that they did move it back to two and a half. And like Chad said, every book you look at, all the money is Brown's money right now. Everyone is grabbing that two and a half with Flacco. I mean, if Chad wants to make one of our bets, I'll, I'll support it. But it's like, I want people to get the three. And that's the goal here. Like I got the three. I waited for it. It popped. I hope Chad's right and it pops again. But the fear here, they're taking that position. Like the book's. There's certain games in the playoffs they'll take a position on. That's going to be our moneymaker for them. And this seems like one of them because they're 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 looking at what Chad's looking at, which is CJ is better at home. He's better as a dog. And this Browns defense is just simply a different team on the road. So if you want to know who the books and the pros are backing, it's going to be Houston. Like I, I, I thought it was going to be more split the way it's looking, the more this week has gone on. It just seems like that's the side of the books and the pros. So um, it totally makes sense why you like this early on. It took me for a while to get there. I was just like, I was fighting with the number, but Houston is the right side as a bet here. The only reason I'm mentioning it as a foxhole potential 
we don't have that many options. And <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> as we go, we already did the Rams, as Simon says. Yeah. We already did the Bills as the exact decision. There's only a handful of games we can look at. I want it to be at three, two. Like when I woke up this I morning, I wanted it to be at two and a half. And I wanted to say, all right, folks, our foxhole is going to be the Texans at plus three. I mean, I, I wanted it to be at three when I woke up. It was still two and a half. That's my concern. We're not going to get to three. We both know we like the Texans here. We can go through the games. Like we don't have to make the choice right now. No fucking graphics yet, Tito. Okay. <laughs> Let's just hold off. I'm not going to make a decision yet. I'm just putting out on the board that we're going to have to have a conversation about it. Here's a cool stat from Evan. CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryans took the Texans to the playoff as a rookie QB and head coach combo since the NFL merger. That's happened four other times. Andrew Luck, Chuck Pagano, Mark Sanchez, Rex Ryan, Matt Ryan, Mike Smith. Remember Mike Smith from the Atlanta Falcons? Love and him. incredibly, this is what makes it so cool. Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh from the 2008 Ravens. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Just thinking that Harbaugh has been in the league 16 years now. He's the longest 10 year, or is it Tomlin? It's one of the two. Tomlin. Um, Tomlin's one year longer, I think. Yeah. So Tomlin's 17. It's just like, Damn, when you look how long that is, it's like, that is crazy. They've been in the NFL that long at this point. Amazing. Look, we both like the Texans. We're going to have to wait again. I wish it was a plus three so we can make the foxhole. But according to the rules imposed by dictator Matt Mitchell, <laughs> we have to go with the number that's currently available. So it's Thanks. making us hesitant right now. Miami at Kansas City. Look, huge move in the past 48 hours from three and a half to four and a half. I think it's because of two things. I think weather is playing an outsized factor. Weather will be impactful in Kansas City. It will be impactful in Buffalo. We know for a fact. So that's going to be tricky. And I think it's wreaking havoc with this point spread right now. And I think people are, are grappling with the Dolphins' defensive line pass rush issues. You you alluded to this in sharp calls. Has it moved too much? Yeah, and that's that's what everyone keeps saying to each other. It's like, okay, the weather report. I mean, people want it broken down. It's they're saying it's going to be minus five. It's going to feel like minus twenty four with gust up to twenty nine miles per hour. And it's what is it at eight p.m. or yeah, I think it's eight p.m. Eastern kickoff. So it's a, it's going to be a late start, cold, windy, gust. It's a big deal that the Miami team is banged up on offense. Like the fact that Waddle and Mostert's out for a game where you, you need everyone in that type of scenario, right? It's like you need all your guys, really. And, you know, the Chiefs, we all know, they're no juggernaut, but it's like we all have the confidence in Mahomes. He's been in these spots before. He's played in this type of weather at home. He knows how to handle it. Where Tua really has no experience with this. Like, you know, Evan wrote about how he's faced these type of scenarios a little bit in Buffalo um one game it was it was absolutely terrible another game he actually played you know pretty decent in um this is like insane though like to be outside in minus 24 degrees like I mean take it from someone who's become incredibly soft living in a tropical place it's 40 degrees here in New Jersey I am freezing like absolutely freezing it's 40 degrees so it's gonna be 60 degrees colder than it is right now I can't really wrap my head around it where it's like that is going to be just terrible for this Miami guys. They're just not going to be used to where the Chiefs guys really are. And that is a big deal. And yeah, Evan just gave us a stat. Mahomes under 35 degrees 
he's 14 and four straight up 12 and six ATS. So, I mean, we know, we know we want to back him here. So if people want to follow my bet that I did, just taking the money line of the bills and the chiefs, put it together. It's I think minus 135. It's like, I just, I like both those guys because of stats chat being chat already talked about where uh, the dolphins since 2017, when it's below 40 degrees, they're 0 and nine straight up the Pittsburgh without Watt, Chad talked about it. They're one in 10 straight up. Like that's just a nice little pairing there um, for, for what we expect to be games very affected by weather. And this chiefs game, like Chad just said, we, we want to be on Miami here. It's like, it's hard to bet this though. When we don't know if Mostert's going to play, like who, who is playing for Miami and it's hard to put your money down. And I don't feel the need to rush to do it. Like me and Chad, we'd like to beat the number, get the best of the number during the regular season. You could be a lot more patient, especially if you're betting yeah. A dog that's getting no money, like Chad just talked about. Like, no one's really betting uh, Miami right now. So, um, I know the pros are going to like it. Like, every pro I talk to, for the most part, they they agree with me and Chad. This number's probably moved too much. They want to take Miami, but they have the same view as us. It's like, what's the rush? Like, if we're lucky, if this number keeps getting pushed up and money keeps pouring on the Chiefs, could we see a six? Could it, could it cross those key numbers of five and a half and get to six? I don't know, but I'm happy to wait. Like this game doesn't kick off, like we said, until eight o'clock Saturday. So um, just know me and Chad are both going to be on Miami. The value is totally gone from the Chiefs. So I, I would not bet the Chiefs now if you're looking at the four and a half. I just think the numbers move too much and you've already missed the best of the number for this Chiefs team. Well, look, this is one of those games where I do feel like the Chiefs are getting a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because of their legacy yeah. and because of Patrick Mahomes. They have two viable pass catchers, Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. And you can expect the Miami Dolphins to lock down Rasheed Rice with Jalen Ramsey. They just will. And then they will double cover Travis Kelsey. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to find himself in the same position he's been in for the past 18 games, 17 games. He's not going to have guys he can throw to. Guys are going to drop passes in miserable weather. The under is interesting to me here. I'm yeah. surprised it hasn't really moved nah. from 44. To me, I've already played the under in the Texans and the Browns game. Uh, it is a luck under this yeah. week. This also feels like an under to me. The, the Chiefs have a hard time scoring more than three touchdowns in a game. So why would I feel confident with the same set of receivers in bad weather and also, by the way, the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever played with against a team that their best option is going to be at least running Devin HM and Raheem Mostert if he plays, which he may. Yeah, and the fact that these teams both already played each other like also adds into that where I'm right there with you. I really like the under, but I'll, as as you noticed, it hadn't really moved. Like, it, like Evan put in the chat, it moved to 42 and a half. Professional money came back in because it moved too much. They moved it back to 44. I like it at 44, though. I'm with you. Like, I've yeah. already bet this a couple times now because I kept thinking what you just said. I thought it was going to keep dropping because we keep getting reports of stronger wins. And, you know, shout out to our guy, PJ, who does a ton of work with us behind the scenes at Action. He he is obsessed with wind-unders. Like, in our chats, our little yes. Slack chat, all he talks about are these wind-unders. And this is definitely one of these games popping right now where – you know, wind gusts up to 30 miles per hour in that bowl of a stadium. That's a big deal to try to pass. And especially these two teams that, you know, they want to pass the ball. But 
I don't think they're going to be able to, like Chad just talked about. So I already wanted to take the under in this one because I, I I do think between the injuries out to Miami and the struggles of the Chiefs, I already like the under here. But now you you factor in this weather. I, I definitely feel co- more comfortable betting this under than any other one this week. If you can find a 44 and a half, uh, I would recommend grabbing it because it's harder and harder to find a reason to bet one side or the other in this game. Speaking of weather, I may have pulled the trigger too early. I may not have gotten the weather report from Matt Mitchell, denizen of the Paris of Western New York, that I needed before I bet uh, Buffalo minus 10 as my exact decision. Uh, it did dip below for 10 for a hot minute. Very, very unpredictable weather in yeah. this game. Without the weather, it just feels like a mismatch. And uh, I had asked Evan to help me out with some double-digit underdogs because I feel like double-digit underdogs as a playoff bet are a bad bet. And double-digit underdogs in the wild card round, two and seven against the spread the past 20 years. Double-digit underdogs, four and 11 against the spread in the playoffs since 2011. So my instincts are right. Like you're getting Mason Rudolph, in his first playoff game, on the road, in bad conditions, without his best defensive player. So, of course, I want to pound the Bills. I did, maybe too early, because the weather may wreak havoc. But then again, maybe it won't matter. Like, maybe the Bills get up 20 to nothing. And that's kind of the game. Yeah, it's just the 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 fear is, of course, that the Bills... I mean, they, if this was indoors, like Matt keeps talking about the carrier dome, like this is a no brainer. I'm, I'm right there with you. They would run circles around this Pittsburgh team, but if it's going to be, I mean, I'm like, I got my app open here. They're saying wind gust of 47 miles per hour. Oh yeah. It's terrible. Minus one degrees, like <laughs> just, just an absolute nightmare to play in. And Pittsburgh has a two headed monster. Like their, their running style is what's really, you know, as great as Mason Rudolph's played these last couple of weeks, it, it really has been the running game has really picked up these last couple of weeks for that team. Since they made a change at OC, obviously their identity changed a lot at Pittsburgh. It stinks where I already had bet this over. Obviously, you factor in these kind of weather scenarios. It's just like, man, this is not ideal. Like the, the Bills can run the ball and Josh Allen's been cool with taking a step back and letting them do that, right? Like change their offense. But how can we predict you know, if it's third and five, does that mean we're dead? Because they can't throw the ball five or six yards <laughs> in the air because this wind right now, it's, it is tough where it's like, I don't want to take you a to- tell you to take a total or take you to tell, tell you to take a big favorite here because it's, it's so unknown. So once again, if you want to do that Bills money line or the Chiefs money line, I just don't see a scenario where the Bills lose this game still. Even with such bad weather, it's like the Bills, Josh Allen, he's played in this multiple times now. He knows how to play in this kind of weather and how to play, you know, within his means with this team and running the ball. And Josh Allen, if, if you go back and watch the tape on these kind of games, he likes to run it too, right? Like he's more than happy to pull it down and run it. Mason Rudolph is not the same man. This guy cannot run the ball like that. So obviously that's a big advantage to that Bills team compared to the quarterback position. But um, yeah, Chad, it stinks where I wanted to come around on your Bills pick because of everything we just talked about. Like you can take big favorites, especially in the wild card round, and it's profitable. Yeah. But the weather just throws a wrench in all of it. It's like you kind of got to figure a model out now because how, how can any model predict how a certain team's going to play in a certain style of weather? So um, it's it's a tough one, but I, I think by by Saturday, uh, I mean Sunday morning, the hope is 
that the storm blows off and we have a good game. But what they're predicting right now is what I just told you. People, they're saying there's gonna be 47 per hour gust. Like that's what me and Chad have to go off of. So um, if you don't want to bet this game, if you want to set it out, or if you're already invested like me and Chad, just let it ride. I'm not buying out my position, but I'm not going to be putting more money into this one as we just don't know what the deal is going to be. So uh, this is definitely in the game. If you don't even touched it, wake up Sunday morning, watch, convince me, go make your bets. Don't need to force a bet on this one yet until you know more about the weather. <laughs> I am going to love watching and sweating this game. Like every point is going to be at a premium. And I do think there's so many people who are looking at this and thinking, oh, Mason Rudolph was great in a torrential downpour against the Baltimore Ravens. He was 18 of 20 and, you know, they won the game and they got into the playoffs. Yeah. That is a different condition with a second string defense predominantly versus being in Buffalo with just, dude, I've been in these games. I've sat in these games as a fan and it is excruciating. <laughs> Wouldn't I want to be playing in one of those games? It's going to be some lake effect snow. It's going to be fun. Green Bay at Dallas. Look, we were talking about this game on Sunday night. It was seven and a half. We didn't understand the move. We talked about it on Tuesday. It was seven and a half. We didn't understand why it hadn't come down. I'll tell you right now, this morning at seven and a half, I bit the bullet. I started to see some of the Jews moving. I figured like it would finally move to seven. I couldn't find any reason not to bet Green Bay in this game. Big balls, better the week. Big balls, better the week. <laughs> No, we Green know. We... Bay Packers, seven and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Chad, I mean, you both, both knew we loved this one. We were going to end up on this it. one. Like Chad's talking about, one of the most public books out there has already moved this to minus 125 on Green Bay's side at this number. So Chad's not wrong. If you want to grab Green Bay, it seems like this is trending towards the seven. Go get the seven and a half. I'm not gonna lie to you, Chad. I was nervous because what we talked about. It's the it's that QB making his first start against a veteran quarterback who's been there before, which, you know, as all the crap I like to give to Dak, you know, he's been to multiple playoff appearances. He's won multiple playoff games at this point. He knows the deal. But shout out to my man Evan, putting his article, Dak at home. We fade, we fade, we fade. He's never covered at home in the playoffs. And if he loses this one, um, I believe from Evan, he would break Carson Palmer's record or would he tie it? at 0-4 against the spread in the playoffs at home. So too big of a number. It feels like the, the books are protecting against teasers and parlays. And, um, yeah, just going through our action app right now on the money line. So, again, Dallas is minus 160, minus 170 on the money line. 71% of the money, 80% of the bets right now on Dallas's money line. So that lets you exactly know where the public is at. Like, they love them in this spot. They're pairing this. Everyone's pairing this with the Bills, right? This is like the chalk bet of the week. Take the Bills, take Dallas, the two biggest favorites, put them together on the money line. Um, I just love Green Bay here. They're all live dog. Like everything about this feels like a live dog. Chad talked about Jordan Love against pressure and the blitz. He's outstanding. You know who's had injuries to their defense that doesn't get talked about enough? This Dallas team. A Dallas team that teams have been able to move the ball on here towards the end of the season because of those injuries. So um, such a big number like this. Indoors, perfect condition. Again, we know the deal. Dallas is going to put up points, right? That CD Lamb Dak combo, probably the best in football this season. I mean, I know Tyreek Hill had the record with Tua, but it's like 
anytime Dak needs those yards, doesn't matter if CD's doubled, he's gonna he's gonna find CD and it's gonna probably work out for him. So we we totally get that going into this. I just feel like we're live the entire game. Even if we were down 21 nothing, Chad, I'm still gonna be doing the math in my head of like, okay, we can still get there because we have the seven and a half. So yes. um feel comfortable taking this big of a number on a first time starter and, and Jordan Love in the playoffs. And we know the deal. They're the youngest team in the playoffs this year. Um, we could easily get rolled in this game just because of that inexperienced. But I just think LaFleur has been coaching at such a high level and Jordan loves to play at such a high level. I don't see them letting this game get away from him. I just always see them being in it. So I uh, feel really confident taking the seven and a half, Chad. A couple of keys that you that you pointed out that I just want to expand on a little bit. Jordan Love, and, and I listened to Raybon and Stucky in the Action Network podcast this morning and they were going through their Sunday six pack and, and they both loved Green Bay plus seven and a half. Um, and Raybon pointed out that since November, Jordan Love, 69% completion percentage, 267 yards, passing yards per game, seven yards per attempt, 21 to three touchdown to interception ratio, passer rating against man versus zone. And the Cowboys love to play man, 13 points better. So, and you also pointed out their pass rush, everyone thinks, okay, Micah Parsons, their pass rush has actually been kind of middle of the road because they've yeah. had a lot of injuries. And so they haven't been nearly as good. They're like, um, you know, Matt Mitchell likes to say, all sizzle, no steak kind of defense, right? Because you've got Bland in the secondary making these incredible interceptions and getting all these pick sixes. And you've got Micah Parsons who had another sack over the weekend and had set a career high for sacks this season. But in between those two, there's a lot of room to maneuver. And I think we start liking the Packers a little bit more here. Um, and also the other thing you mentioned, you mentioned the floor having a great season. Look at what this guy has done with this roster that is so young and not even having all of them. Like how often has Wicks been out? How often has Jaden Reed been out? How often has Christian Watson been out? And he has found a way to get Jordan Love to improve every single week. Testament to him going against a guy, Mike McCarthy, who look, let's face it. He's just not a very good coach. Like he's a good play caller. He's not good at managing the clock. He doesn't make great decisions in game that has cost the Cowboys year in, year out in the playoffs. I think it'll cost them again in these playoffs. You you bet on this happening in the playoffs. So go pack go. <laughs> yeah. And like I want people to understand if this number was three, four, I could probably be convinced to take the Cowboys here. But me and Chad always know they're always there's always going to be free extra points on the Cowboys because they're such a public team. And it feels like here, this has been bumped up way too much. Like the books keep us seven and a half. I just will never get it. And, you know, we'll, we'll obviously look like geniuses or idiots come uh, Sunday, but this does feel like they hung a bad number and they're going to get punished for it. Look, I'm just really glad that the Packers as a franchise found a quarterback because <laughs> it had been a long time since they really had someone to step in and play at the level that Jordan Love is playing at. Good good for those fans. Don't, really don't panic yet, Chad. Wait wait for a team to get an offseason to build up film against Jordan Love, and we'll see how he does next year. They really deserve, you know, that transition time <laughs> was just too hard for them. Full eight weeks, they had to panic. 
Los Angeles Rams and Detroit Lions. This was your Simon Says. Rams were at four. Rams were at three and a half. You said Simon Says get it at three and a half. At three, it's a pass, which is why you made it your Simon Says. Here's a stat that Evan had the other day that I still love. Home teams who missed the playoffs the prior year, so that's the Lions, 30 and 49 against the spread in the playoffs over the last 20 years. So that is the Lions. It's also the Texans. When those teams are favorites, that is just the Lions. They are 19 and 40, 32% against the spread the past 20 years. So not much more to say about this. It, it's a it's a pass to me at this number. I'd still take the three. Such a key number, but we, we don't play for pushes here. If, if you missed the three and a half, you want to be part of the party, why not take the Rams money line? Like you're already here. You might as well take it. You missed the three and a half. If you don't want to live for a, with a push, just grab the money line. Like this just feels like a game that – it, it's going to go down to me. It's going to keep going down. Like um, a couple books around here in New Jersey that I went to, two of them had that at two and a half, which I was shocked to see. So the books, I think usually when they want to take a position, they usually wouldn't move it that much because they would actually believe in Detroit. But I think they're like the most pros here where it's like that Laporte injury is a big deal. And yeah. I do think he's worth half a point, which is crazy to say, because he's a rookie tight end, but he's been so important. I mean, Chad talked about it. He's their number two receiver, number two receiver this season on third down plays. So Amon St. Brown is incredible. That's a big deal now. You can really shift your coverage to him. You don't need to worry about this outstanding tight end rookie. So um, yeah, the the number, I don't again, I'm looking in the app right now. Most books are still showing three. So those two and a half look like they've they've disappeared. But that sounds right. Like Chad said, it's like this number should be three. Technically, there is no value right now at this point, but um, I just love the Rams in this spot so much. And Chad already talked about it as well, that like you can bet the public here. Like you can bet with the public. It's okay in the wild card round. It, historically, if you've been doing it since we've been tracking it, since what, mid-2000s, Evan, it's like 53%. That's a really nice number for a 20-year sample size. So um, don't don't let it scare you off that this is no doubt the most public dog of the week. Like I'm looking at our app right now. It's just all Rams money right now. So um, yeah, the... The fear is, like I said, I talked to a lot of people these last 48 hours. only talked to two guys who like the the Lions here in this spot, and they think that this Rams team's inflated. And I just wholeheartedly disagree. I think every week they've improved. Chad talked about since Williams come back, their identity has shifted so much. Like, they – everything goes through. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. Stafford didn't pass for 4,000 yards this season. And he didn't miss – I mean, he missed one game because he sat out that last game. But that's how incredibly good Williams has been, that they haven't needed – Stafford to put it all on his shoulders and be able to run the ball with him. So it's just uh, people can tell I'm all on this Rams team. They're my favorite team for the NFC for Super Bowl futures, and it all starts here. So obviously, if I'm if I'm betting their Super Bowl future, I think they're going to win this game. So no fear for me. I like them on the money line here as well. It's just all in on this Rams team and the Stafford led offense. That is an interesting uh, angle and connection that people forget. If you're betting futures for a team that is a bit of a longer shot, you might as well just be betting their money line because you you believe yeah. they're going to keep winning through the playoffs and you're probably going to be getting pretty decent odds on that money line. Simon, we got one more game to talk about. Philadelphia, Tampa. Tampa is a three-point dog at home, but neither side of this feels foxholy to me. So I'm not sure how we're foxholing well, we can either do game. we can either do the Chiefs under or do your Texas pick, Texans pick, which is like I'm supportive, but you're you're like me, you're like we want the three. 
Yeah, I really want the three. We and got a man up though. I think we might have to man up and just take the two and a half. All right, then let's just foxhole it on the Texans at two and a half. <laughs> like, well, I'd rather uh, that feels more foxholey to me than taking the Chiefs under, which Definitely. I think people are going to come around. So, yeah. uh, go ahead, throw up the graphic, Tito. We're making the Texans <laughs> plus two and a half our foxhole. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be me and Simon together in the trenches of Houston. Uh, don't forget the big balls is the Green Bay Packers, which leaves Philadelphia, Tampa. I, I don't know what to do with this game. Like, ba- you know, Baker has been playing, practicing. The Eagles are so banged up. The lines moved a little bit, I think, because there might be questions about whether or not Baker was going to play or how effective he would be. Um, but now it's at three. Everyone's going to want to chase this game. It's the Monday game. I have no interest in this game and I have no opinion on this game. I got a priced right. I have it actually at minus three and a half Eagles modeled, but it's like you factor in all the injuries the Eagles have, the unknowns. Three is a right number. The books, like they they opened it at, I think, one and a half because they were just like, okay, let's see how the public and the pros are going to view this game. They took a position. They took the Eagles position. I already talked about it. I think it's because of what Chad said about Baker. It's like he had a bum ankle, could wasn't walking right. Obviously struggled in that game mightily against Carolina with bad throws, really not being able to put weight on that leg. And um, he had a couple of scrambles where he, when he, after he scrambled, he didn't look right in that game. Like he had a big scramble and then he just really couldn't put a lot of weight on that leg. I just watched him this week in practice. He looked all right. He was stepping into his throws. He was putting weight on the leg. He had a little scramble that I saw in one video of some guy posted of him moving outside the pocket, which is like, doesn't sound like much, but I want to see that stuff. Cause like Baker talked about, it's like, if, if the game's Sunday, you know, it's it's obviously different, but it is Monday night. Like, he gets a full eight days to heal from that injury. That is a big deal at this point in the season. So, um, the books the books have priced this right. We all know the Eagles are a better team, right? Like, there's no doubt the Eagles are a better team. But they've been so bad now, these last five, six weeks. You have to throw it out. It's like, okay, just because they're the better team on paper doesn't mean they're the better team right now. And that's the biggest problem here. It's like... Their offense is averaging 20 points per game uh, these last six weeks, while their defense has given up over 30 points per game. Like, it's just gone bad. I know that skewed a little bit because that Giants game where they just got completely dominated, but it's like this team as a whole, I mean, we've been all over it. We've been fading them for weeks now, and that's the hardest part here where it's like, I want to fade them, and the books know that, and that's the problem, where it's like, I don't really get the line movement. Um Cause like we just talked about the, we know Baker's in and like this, well, I don't get why this number hasn't dropped back down to two, two and a half. Um, just doesn't make sense how it's just holding that three. So it, it looks like the pros, that's who they're going to back, right? The pros are back in the Eagles. They're holding this number up. Cause every time it dips to two and a half, they're the ones moving it back up to three. So um, pretty interesting, but I, I want to honestly want to be on the bucks. Like there's just so many questions with the Eagles where as bad as this bucks team is, at least I know exactly what I'm getting here. But the biggest thing here is I'm like I'm looking at the weather app. It's supposed to be thunderstorms and really heavy rains that Monday night game. And we all know the Bucks aren't great at running the ball, right? The success of the season's been through the air, through Mike Evans and Godwin. And the Eagles, I know they haven't been the same team down the stretch or running the ball, but like that's their bread and butter. At the core of this team, the offensive line is what makes them so special. Like they have such a great offensive line. Swift rested last week. He's apparently full go this week in practice, so he will be back for this game. Up in the air is still Smith. Even A.J. Brown is still technically up in the air. They don't know if he's guaranteed to play in this game as well. So it 
the Eagles better hope this rains because that's a big advantage for them because you don't have your guys on the outside and the Bucks do have their guys on the outside. Like that's such a big discrepancy between these two teams and, and Sydney Brown's out for the Eagles. Like they're, yeah. they're starting safety. Like it's just so many injuries to this team. So um, yeah, I just, if you see me in the morning, I know I told people to take the Eagles on Tuesday, just in case the Baker injury was always for real and this number was going to move. Obviously that's changed now. Like I I'm happy to buy that position if I need to, but um, come Sunday, if this does go stay at three or go to three and a half, I probably will take it. And then Monday, I'm hoping it moves to four. Because like Chad said, most of the public should be chasing at this point, right? And they're going to come in on this Eagles team. You might be able to get four um, with this number. So if you want to bet this Bucks team, definitely be patient. I can see this number rising as we get closer to Monday. Let's be patient. Moneyline, underdog, round robin. I know we want the Rams. <laughs> Let's uh, let's just do three though, because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not. Yeah. We can't do. I was gonna say, I, I can't I, force in. Five. I don't think we have five. We like. I was. No. I was gonna limit. Honestly, I was gonna limit it to two, uh, and let's see if we can force in a uh, third. To yeah, me, you got you got to do Rams. Got to do, do Rams. Bay, you you got to do your Houston. Okay, interesting. Because I was gonna say, I was. I actually wasn't gonna put Green Bay in there. I was gonna do Rams, Houston, and uh, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, um, that's fair. So let's do Rams, the, Houston, and Tampa. The one, the reason I want to put Houston is because we already talked about that stat. A rookie has never beat the number one defense in the playoffs, and I just feel like CJ is the ultimate unicorn. Like everything he's I done this, this year has been so rare. Um, that's that's a fun bet to make. That's something that's never happened before. There's always that one guy that comes wrong, our, our Neo from the Matrix that changes everything, and CJ feels like that guy. So that that he's is not a fun agree more. Bet. Yeah. That, he 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 breaks all the rules here. So um, Houston continues to be a team that we're going to be that we're going to be backing. Simon, can you make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day? Would you let a stranger into your house to watch a game if they brought two Little Caesars pizzas? Yeah, you had me in the first half, but I'm all in on that. Of course you would. Order online during our pizza, pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. All right, brother. You ready? Are you ready for this? Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Brand new motto I just invented. I am. After a Super Bowl, all fans lust. 
So root them on with crazy crust. However you order your pizza, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. If you're subscribing on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like or subscribe and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right. If it had to be one, and I think you just said what it was, your favorite Super Bowl future right now. Yeah, Rams. I'm almost positive before we came on, there were still 50 to 1 uh, Super Bowl odds. And I know how tough a path they have to get there, but I already talked about it, people. Like, it just lines up right for them where of all the teams in the NFC, they're the only ones that have already faced this 49ers team multiple times. They know what the 49ers like to do. Stafford's a veteran quarterback. He won't let the moment get too big for him. And a Stafford versus Purdy kind of game. I'm I'm gonna be feeling pretty confident back in Stafford, especially as he's gonna be a you know what would you think? You think he's gonna be a five six point dog in that game? Um, it makes sense why they have such big odds at this point, just because the road to get there is going to be insane. But we talk all the time these veteran quarterbacks with these teams that people don't believe in, they they can go on these type of runs. You just have to get hot at the right time, like Joe Flacco showing us right. Joe Flacco got hot at the right time, took his team to a Super Bowl. Same could be said here with the Stafford and this group of receivers and Williams at running back. It's just, they're such a good team that if the 49ers weren't hyped up so much, this would be what, 30 to 1, 25 to 1, it feels yeah. like. But just because everyone has the 49ers so far ahead of them, they're just getting no respect. So, yeah, 50 to 1, give me the Rams. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boosts. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right, before we get out of here, Evan Abrams, who nails all the stats and trends, our director of research here at the Action Network. The last word with Evan Abrams. We're finished talking. Let's talk about unders for a second because they're always in fashion. So since 2018, unders have hit at 53% in the regular season. In the playoffs, 59%. In the last 20 years, unders, 51-35 in the wildcard round, also 59%. So you do get that jump, and it's pretty consistent. That makes me feel really good that we're on the Cleveland Texan under and the Kansas City-Miami under. Kansas City one's going to be fascinating because it's just it's lower than it was. We're going to see if it goes under the close versus the open, but 16-3 uh, uh, to the under from Mahomes' home starts. Crazy. You're going to like this one, Chad and Simon. So trendy public dogs. If you bet on NFL, playoff underdogs. And the line shrinks. So going from plus four to plus three, you're in great shape. Playoff underdogs with a positive line move, just under 70% against the spread in the last 20 years. Wow. 66 game sample size. And that's against the closing number, not even the opener. The one team that fits that is the most, it's the biggest public side in all six games. And that's the Rams. 
So Los Angeles but, Rams. <laughs> as long as it sticks at three, we're in good shape. Open at three and a half. So getting some uh, Rams love. Uh, you guys mentioned this as well. Dolphins, cold weather, outdoors. It's just worth putting through the facts here. Under 50 degrees outdoors. They've won just 15 of their 57 games last 20 years. That's 26%. They are two for the last 21 outdoors under 50 degrees. Not great. Under 40 degrees, they've lost nine straight. They've won eight of their last 27. Not great. Tua played 11 times against winning teams on the road. He is two and nine straight up, covered just three times. So the situation with the Miami and Tua together, not great. And then finally, the Cowboys. So since 97, covered three of their 16 playoff games. Dak, one in five against the spread. 85th of 88 quarterbacks against the spread in the playoffs last 20 years. And this is just a fun one from Jordan Love. So if he wins this game, he joined a very exclusive club. He'd win his first playoff game as an underdog of a touchdown or more. Only 10 QBs have done that in the Super Bowl era. The last being Marcus Mariota in 2018 and Tim Tebow in 2012. So maybe you can join the club for Jordan Love. Very good stuff, Evan. I liked every trend you gave because it was in favor of every bet that we've made. Work on so- it. Thank you for the confirmation bias. To recap, here is our foxhole. It's Houston plus two and a half. Uh, it is Simon says. Simon says is the Rams plus three and a half. Our exact decision: Buffalo minus ten. Uh, the big balls bet of the week: Green Bay plus seven and a half. Our round robin: the Rams, Houston, Tampa. All right. Before we get out of here, as promised, here is our interview with the favorite contest, first place winner, Jesse Goldberg. All right, we are privileged, honored, overjoyed to have the winner of the favorites, $100,000 Pro Football Pick'em Contest. Joining us right now, the guy is 40 grand richer. He hit 71% against the spread. During the 2023 football season, he beat 12,000 entrants to win the money. His name is Jesse Goldberg. He's joining us now on The Favorites. Jesse, welcome. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. It's been a crazy few days. Getting a lot of texts from friends and family. They couldn't really believe it either. I, I definitely couldn't believe it. Tell me what it feels like. It's Sunday night. Where were you? What were the circumstances when you realized you were going to win the money? Wife knew to leave me alone the entire day. Not that I'm like miserable to be around, but more so I just, I wouldn't really want to talk to anybody. So she had a great day. She she (laughs) went over to like her best friend, saw a baby, went to her family's house, went to our other friends who were having people over for the Eagles. And I decided not to go. I uh, kept to myself all day. Um, I wasn't freaking out maybe as much as you would be, but just needed to pay attention to every game. And then the nighttime, I obviously had the Bills game and Josh Allen did everything in his power to try to not cover that game. So I was kind of freaking out the first half. There were definitely a few, um, this is over. I definitely didn't win moments. But then uh, they covered, went upstairs, told her that I won that game. So I was pretty sure that I I wasn't completely positive with the tiebreakers, but I thought I had a pretty good chance. So yeah, when it updated, uh, it was a pretty awesome feeling. Where are you from? I'm from Philadelphia area. Just moved back to um, outside of Philly. It's called Media. Uh, Shout out Delco. How did you get into betting? 
I'm not like a huge gambler, I would say, but I listen to like a lot of fantasy podcasts, a lot of action network podcasts. I heard about the contest, figured it's free. Like why not enter? <laughs> Took it from there. Did you have an overarching philosophy for the season? I developed a process over the season and it's definitely not as probably like analytical as people might think. I think week three, I went five for five and nailed the tiebreaker. Um, so I won that some money that week. And then I think I went like five for five the next week, four for five the next week and five for five the next week. And then I was like, all right, I have to kind of start really like paying attention to this. I think I had somewhat of a chance. Process wise, I would look at the numbers like right when the contest opened. Um, usually I would lock in like five games that just off the top of my head I liked. I listened to your guys' podcast Sunday night and then Tuesdays. There's a few other Action Network podcasts that I would listen to, see what like I agreed with, see what I might disagree with, but not necessarily want to like be on the other side of. That's my process. It's not the most analytical, but just kind of taking information from like a bunch of different people, I, I would say. Here we are, all of us fuckers, breaking down tape, analyzing numbers, putting data into spreadsheets, and there's just schmuck living in media. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, fucking Delco, who's like, exactly. eyeball some of these numbers. Yes. All right, so take me to Sunday. You avoided Carolina. Carolina, I just knew that they were the quote unquote sharp or right side. I just could not bet on them again and bet on Bryce Young for $40,000. Like it just, it wasn't happening. Atlanta, kind of the same thing with Desmond Ritter. And then watching that Atlanta game. And um, I don't know if you saw the play where I think it was B. John Robinson. It's just like wide open in the end zone on fourth down. Desmond. Yes, Ritter. Jesse, I saw it because we were on Atlanta. Oh, right. Sorry. I, I should leave the Atlanta thing alone. I'm sorry about that. But yeah. So basically, I didn't want to put $40,000 in the hands of uh, Desmond Ritter. Well, somehow you ended up with the $40,000. You ended up being the wise guy who avoided Atlanta, who avoided Carolina, played the narrative, realized that Denver having a backup quarterback was not a good thing. All the mistakes that me and Simon made as the stewards of the contest, you seem to avoid Jesse Goldberg. Last question. What are you going to do with the money? I'll, I'll think of something and keep you posted. Here's a little bit of advice. Since your wife was so kind, so patient, so indulgent, leaving you alone to wallow in your anxiety, at least get something nice for her. That's a good idea. I told her she should have waited a few weeks for, uh, for a Christmas gift. Well, it always comes back around. It's never a bad time to get a nice gift for your bride. Jesse yeah. Goldberg, congratulations on winning the favorites $100,000 pro football pick'em contest. You are the inaugural champion. You will get a banner in the Action Network offices in New York. We will create a cup and engrave your name on it. Thank you, Jesse Goldberg. Thank you, guys, and thanks to Bet365. Okay, download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until we see you guys Sunday night live, 7.30, beautiful Hoboken, New Jersey. Don't forget RSVP in the episode description, free entry, free drinks, Shepherd and the Knucklehead. Get there to watch the games with us, uh, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Love you. Action.
Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.